Despite losing by almost 30 points to a top 10 team in the opening round of the Maui Invitational, the Louisville men's basketball team showed some improvement from their first three games. On today's episode of the Locked on Louisville podcast, we're going to talk about the Cardinals opening round game of the Maui Invitational against the number nine ranked Arkansas Razorbacks. We'll also discuss uh, the University of Louisville women's basketball team going one and two down in the battle for Atlantis. So with that being said, let's get right on into the show. You are Locked On Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the Locked On Louisville Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. Today's episode is brought to you by Upside. Download the free Upside app and use the promo code LOCKED to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. As always, I want to say thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. Just a reminder, the Locked On Global Podcast is free on all streaming services, five days a week, your team, every day. On today's episode of the show, we're going to begin by discussing the improvement that, uh, or the improvements, plural, that the University of Louisville men's basketball team um, put on display against the number nine ranked Arkansas Razorbacks. We'll also talk about the women's basketball team going one and two down in the battle for Atlantis. And then finally, we will conclude with the weekly mailbag segment. So starting out uh, discussing the men's basketball team, um, obviously after beginning the Kenny Payne era 0-3, with those three losses being to mid-major opponents, the expectations for the Cardinals on Thanksgiving week down in Hawaii weren't necessarily based on results as much as they were centered around progression, um, continuing to grow and improve with each passing game, right? Um, I think that most fans are expecting Louisville to likely leave Maui without a victory, uh, probably go 0-3, maybe win the last game, depending on who you play. Uh, but regardless, the objective for Maui, for the Cardinals, should be to consistently grow each and every game. Um, I mentioned on yesterday's show the three things that I was looking for for the Cardinals are, number one, to display maximum effort, um, number two, to um, increase cohesiveness and cohesion on both sides of the court. And then um, finally, it was for other players to step up, not named L. Ellis in the scoring column. So I think in the matchup against Arkansas, I thought that the effort was put on full display. And that was one of those things that the other aspects of the game they come a little bit later on. Um, it takes some time for teams to gel offensively and defensively, um, but simply there's no excuse for not putting forth maximum effort. I thought that the team did that throughout most of this game, and when um, the Cardinals, I believe it was 49-40, to 40, um, about halfway through the second half, Arkansas went on a 31-14 to 14 run to end the game. The last... 10 minutes of the game, I think that, simply put, Louisville looked exhausted. They ran out of gas, and Arkansas took advantage of it. Um, I believe went on an 18-0 run at one point. 
Um, but regardless, I think that the fight displayed by Louisville was something to look at and at least be encouraged by. Look, here's the thing. It's going to be a long season. It's going to be a long journey. I do believe that Kenny Payne is the right guy for the job. If he is able to, you know, get some major impact players from the transfer portal at the end of this season, in the offseason, who knows what may happen year two. Granted, that's still months away. So we have a whole season to be played out. Look, I get it. It's easy to look ahead, especially when this season looks like it's going to be extremely tough. Um, you're probably talking single-digit wins. Unfortunately, that seems to be the reality, unless this team truly turns it around and is able to put it all together. Um, so like I said, it's going to be a tough road. It's going to be a gradual um, improvement as well. It's not going to be something to where, boom, one game, everything is uh, fixed, and there you go. You're going to be hunting for a tournament spot. I don't think that that's going to be the case. Um, I think it's just a matter of trying to see more improvement and progression, game in, game out, while understanding that you're going to have some tough results, especially like tonight. Um, let's be honest, going up against a top 10 team in the country, despite uh, being without one of their uh, five-star guards, five-star freshman guards, um, Eric Musselman's team is being talked about as one of the best teams in the country, top 10, right? Um, so I think that a lot of Louisville fans, if not all of them, believe that the Cardinals were probably going to lose this game by double digits. And it is what it is. Unfortunately, that's the case. Um, but I think that um, some of the um, you know sequences in the game were encouraging. I think that there were instances to where I liked what I saw defensively. Um, granted, Arkansas did miss some open shots, uh, but uh, when the offensive struggles were really, really coming alive in that first half, especially early on. I mean, Louisville didn't score a single point until after the first media timeout. Um, even at that point, the Cardinals were within striking distance when Arkansas' offense started to wake up. The Cardinals were still there. So I think that, um, obviously, the offensive side of the ball, it's going to take some time. Um, I was... Okay with the effort. I mean, I think that the effort was what it needed to be. I think, like I said, the team just ran out of gas. Now that is going to be a lack of depth. But at the end of the day, you still have those issues of, um, you know, players being just ready to play. Um, you have some younger guys that it's going to take some time to develop. Um, you have some other players that, um, you know, joined late, like Fabio Basili. Um but overall, look, I think that it's just at this point just trying to see improvement game in and game out. Obviously, things aren't going to change overnight. Um, we saw a decent amount of improvement, especially in the effort category. Um, defensively uh, had its moments, but still there's some to be desired there. Uh, but offensively still struggling. Um, L. Ellis was 4 of 16 from the field with 11 points. The same issues. Um, the Cardinals starting five outside of Ellis combined for 14 points. Look, that cannot happen. Uh, Sidney Curry, um, I understand it's still early in the season, but the Cardinals need him to 
um, step it up like he did at the end of last year. He only had three points. Uh, Brandon Huntley Hatfield had one point. Jalen Withers was one for four with seven points. Mike James over two from the field with three points. Granted, one of the more encouraging signs offensively was true freshman Kamari Lanes leading the Cardinals with 13 points. Saw some of his shots fall. You could see the confidence building throughout the game, which is um, encouraging because if Louisville is wanting to try to take that next step and continue to improve, you're going to need Kamari Lanes to be one of those scoring options. J.J. Trainer did have nine points, but that's what I'm saying. Outside of L. Ellis, you need consistent scoring threats. You need um, Sidney Curry, Brandon Huntley-Hadfield, and Jalen Withers to be consistent threats um, scoring the basketball. Same with Mike James. Um, and then you have uh, behind the starting five, you have the issues with depth. The Cardinals in this matchup, 22 turnovers to only four assists, I do believe. Um which that is that's something that really is alarming. Um, it, I think it's a reflection of a lack of offensive identity at this point, but also lack of a true point guard outside of L. Ellis. I know that you know there was a lot of complaints in the offseason about the team not going to pick up uh, a ready, uh, a immediately ready guard that can lead an offense and create offense for others. And regardless of of your stance on that topic. I think that it just goes without saying that that is the case right now is the the lack of, of a point guard outside of L. Ellis. Um, so it is what it is. Obviously, year one, it is a rebuild. The focus is seeing improvement each and every game. Hopefully, from this point out, uh, we did see some improvement in the Arkansas game, but there's still a lot uh, that needs to be improved on. So we'll see how the Cardinals come out against the uh Texas Tech Red Raiders. They will square off with them um, tomorrow. Actually, today. Today is Tuesday. Uh, today at um, 2.30. So we will talk about that matchup um, after it happens, obviously. Um, but for the next segment, I want to take a little bit of a step in to the uh, battle for Atlantis for the women's basketball tournament, talking about that, um, where the Cardinals went 1-2. and two. Um, an up and down set of performances for Jeff Walls's team. We'll talk about those here in just a second after we talk about our friends and the title sponsor of the show, Upside. Look, inflation has us all thinking about different ways to cut back, whether it's driving less, dining out less, buying less from the grocery store, etc. We can all agree there's nothing fun about less. That's why I started using Upside. It's an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. With Upside, I don't have to cut back because I get cash back on every purchase. To get started, download the free Upside app, use my promo code LOCKED, and get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Uh, users are earning more than a million dollars every week collectively. That's probably why they have a 4.8 star rating on the App Store. So download the free Upside app and use the promo code LOCKED to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Once again, that's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using the promo code LOCKED. Hey, Cardinal fans, thanks again for making Locked On Louisville your first listen. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports Today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. 
So moving right on along into the battle for Atlantis, the Louisville Cardinals women's basketball team traveled down to the Bahamas um, over the weekend to square off in the battle for Atlantis. They went into the Invitational 3-0 and unfortunately lost two out of their next three. I think that the ups and downs of the tournaments show that there are there are still improvements that need to be made. There's work that needs to be done. This is obviously a team that still needs to gel. But you saw against Texas what can happen when the team does put it together and play together. Um, they can beat almost anyone in the country. Um, that game against Gonzaga was their first uh, loss of the season. Um, when you look at that game for the Cardinals, really the whole tournament was – Haley Van Lith trying to keep the cards afloat. Now, granted, that game against Texas, um, it was more so than just Van Lith. But um, I think that one thing that is going to be focused on here from here on out is um, outside of Haley Van Lith, who is going to help scoring the basketball? Now, granted, it is early on in the season. So the last thing that I want to do on November 22nd is overreact and act like the sky is falling. It's not. Is it optimal that the team went one and two down in the battle for Atlantis? Of course it's not. But at the end of the day, if there's you know one coach in college basketball that I trust to be able to turn the season around, I don't, I don't really even think turning the season around is the right terminology. I just think it's you know get this team to gel. It's the end of November. It's the first month of the season. I would expect Louisville to continue to improve. There are some new additions to this year's team. Um, obviously, Chris Lynn Carr, the Syracuse transfer, is continuing to um, you know find her role. Morgan Jones um, has been, um, at some points, really, really solid, and at other times really has kind of not uh, made an impact in the stat sheet. Now, granted, I think that um, it's a matter of finding her role as well. Uh, but didn't necessarily play a ton in the second half against uh, South Dakota State. Um, I don't want to speculate, but I wonder if there is some type of an underlying injury or if it's something, um, you know, schematically that uh, Jeff Walls is looking at, maybe thinking that he feels better with a certain lineup on the court. I'm interested to see, um, you know, how the rotations are defined moving forward. But, Overall, in that game against Gonzaga, Haley Van Lith had 18 points, um, Mikasa Robinson with 10, Morgan Jones with 12. Outside of that, um, Liz Dixon played eight minutes, no points, Olivia Cochran with eight points, uh, Chrislyn Carr with five. Um, overall, it was a game to where I think, honestly, this whole invitational showed that rebounding is going to be something of emphasis moving forward. The Cardinals were out-rebounded 50-31. to 31. They turned the ball over 20 times. Gonzaga turned the ball over 29. When you factor in that Louisville was out-rebounded by 19, um, going to overtime, Louisville only scored six points, and Gonzaga had 18. So the Cardinals lost to a solid Gonzaga team that uh, – 
uh, is going to be a very solid team out of the West Coast. Um, the Cardinals then turned it around with a 71-63 to victory, and the Cardinals' big three did what they needed to do. Morgan Jones, Haley Van Lith, Chrislin Carr scoring over 18 points each, respectively. Outside of that, though, no other Cardinals scored more than five. So uh, you're going to have to see Olivia Cochran, uh, Josie Williams, Liz Dixon, Nyla Harris, Peyton Verholst, uh, Marissa Russell. I'm not saying that they have to score 20 points per game, all of them, but I, I think that um, you're going to have to see some of the scoring responsibilities um, disperse a little bit. Uh, the Cardinals were even with Texas in the rebounding category, and they won by eight over a Texas team that also went two and three um, in this battle for Atlantis. Um, but the same issue of rebounding popped up against South Dakota State, on Monday evening, the Cardinals uh, lost the second uh, or their second game of the Invitational, 65 to 55. They were out rebounded, 41 to 24. Um, look, South Dakota State committed eight more turnovers, but still that rebounding margin becoming more of a factor. And outside of Haley Van Lith, no other players scored more than seven points. Morgan Jones played eight minutes, had zero points. Josie Williams four minutes, zero points. Um, I'm interested to see how the scoring responsibilities are going to um, are, are going to basically fill in after Haley Van Lith because last year, obviously having Emily Inksler, you have that rebounding um, help that you need, obviously. The card still had issues with rebounding at times, but I think it's going to be by a committee approach. You know, you have two six-five players in Liz Dixon and Josie Williams. You need to get more um, more rebounding out of those two. Same with Olivia Cochran, uh, Nyla Harris, Marissa Russell, uh, the the guard forward hybrids. You also need the guards to uh, rebound well. So um, I think it's like I said, it's a team effort. There's a lot to work on. The season's not over by any chance, obviously. Um, Haley Van Lith is your second leading rebounder, though. Haley Van Lith um, is a very solid rebounding rebounding um, player for her size. So I'm not saying this to disrespect Haley at all. I just think that um, the Cardinals need to ultimately become more involved on attacking the glass, putting themselves in better positions to rebound, so on and so forth. Um, and I forgot to mention it in the other segment as well. That's another aspect of the game that the men's basketball team needs to work on is um, boxing out and rebounding well. So um, rebounding the basketball is probably going to be the focal point that and um, scoring outside of um, Haley Van Lith, who's going to score outside of Haley Van Lith. So it's early on in the season. I have no worries about the women's basketball team. Jeff Walls is one of the best coaches in the country. He has a great coaching staff. There's great players on this team. It's just going to be a matter of gelling, um, you know, getting that camaraderie and cohesiveness on the court. Um, I expect, you know, Morgan Jones, Chrislin Carr, Josie Williams, the three transfers to be able to continue to put it together and um, start to produce more. So I don't necessarily have – uh, many concerns. I, I think that it's early on in the season. It wasn't a great trip to Atlantis. I think that the weaknesses were put on full display. But hey, look, it shows what you need to work on. And by this time next month, I would venture out and say that the women's basketball team is going to have made 
large strides uh, toward becoming a better team. And hopefully this serves as a wake-up call moving forward. So um, for the final segment of the show, we're going to dive into the weekly mailbag. Oh, there's some great questions. We'll talk about those here in just a second after we talk about our friends over at Bet Online. Let me pull up the um, logo for you. There you go. Um, so Bet Online has been your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis this season. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and even esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting needs. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game starts. So diving into the final segment of the show, the weekly mailbag. We just talked about the women's basketball team. So let's start out the mailbag with a women's basketball question. Are you nervous for the scoring outside of Haley Van Lith for the season moving forward? Not really. Um, I think that the the potential is there. I think you know you have players that have been solid scores at a previous stop, like Morgan Jones, Chrislyn Carr, Josie Williams, um, Olivia Cochran is solid. Um, Liz Dixon, I think, can get to the eight to nine points per game mark. Peyton Verholst is taking that next step. I could see Nyla Harris continuing to improve scoring over the course of the season. Same with Marissa Russell. Look, it's six games into the season. Um, I'm not going to overreact. Sure, there are some areas of improvement, but I'm not necessarily concerned moving forward. The Louisville men's basketball team misses out on yet another five-star prospect, this time an A.J. Johnson, a player that Louisville was supposedly um, close to being in the driver's seat for on decision day. They weren't even in the mix. Are you nervous with A.J. Johnson now out of the picture and also seemingly Isaiah Miranda? Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it's not ideal, obviously, um, missing out on a five-star guard who, in my opinion, like I've gone on record saying, it has one of the highest ceilings in the class. And then Isaiah Miranda, who has one of the highest ceilings in the class as well, a high four-star rate prospect, missing out on both of those guys. Seemingly, um, it's not ideal. I'm not going to spin it in any such way. Um, it, it is what it is, unfortunately, um, especially with you know two four-star guys coming in and Caleb Glenn and Curtis Williams. I think those are two tremendous players, but it's obvious that um, – the team is going to need help moving forward. So uh, I don't think it's necessarily panic mode just yet. I think it emphasizes the reality that Kenny Payne and company are going to have to absolutely hit it out of the park in the transfer portal. You're going to have to get about four, um, three to four immediately um, eligible guys that can produce. Um, you need to probably get four, maybe even five, uh, depending on who leaves, who stays, so on and so forth. Look, there is a big roster makeover that is needed. So, um, yeah, I think that um, we'll see how things go, but the transfer portal is definitely much needed. So, as it pertains to football recruiting, do you get nervous 
with signing day approaching and um, Ruben Owens possibly going to the Ohio State-Michigan game on an official visit. As far as I'm aware, there hasn't been any confirmation that he is actually going to be on an official visit for that game in Columbus this weekend. I mean, it's possible. I've heard the rumors. Um, You never feel comfortable. I mean, obviously, it could just be a matter of him enjoying the recruiting process and going to visit one of the top rivalries in college football. So I understand why he would go, but hey, Stranger things have happened. So, of course, it, it does make you a little nervous because Ohio State has um, you know, gotten some Louisville commits to flip in the past, and they're probably not you – know, it's probably not never going to happen again. Like, it's probably going to happen again eventually um, because Ohio State, you can compete for a national championship, so on and so forth. So, I mean, yeah, it makes me a little nervous. Um, hopefully – Last weekend, being in attendance at Louisville helps out a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, it makes me a little nervous just because stranger things have happened. Moving into the final uh, question of the mailbag. Um, This is a volleyball question. I like this question. Can the Cardinals win the national championship with Anna DeBeer not at full health? Um, For those who um, are not big volleyball fans, uh, Anna DeBeer suffered an injury at Stanford earlier on in the season, missed uh, over a month, uh, came back a couple weeks ago, and uh, seemingly it seems like um, Danny Busbaum, Kelly, and company have kind of been playing it safe. Um, to answer the question, they can win a national championship without Anna DeBeer fully healthy, but um, they could definitely use her, um, you know, on that outside opposite of Claire Chausse. Um it's a huge um, – it would be a huge boost to the team because she adds another element. I mean, she's an All-American. Anytime that you can have an All-American on the court, even though you have multiple All-Americans on the court, obviously it, it pays off because you, you're going to have to possibly go up against teams like Texas, um, Pittsburgh again, Wisconsin, so on and so forth. So, I mean, you could win a national championship because this team is very solid. I mean, without Anna DeBeer fully healthy, but I would feel much more confident if she was, in fact, fully healthy. So, um, But that's going to wrap up this uh, week's mailbag. It's going to wrap up today's episode of the show. Everyone have a great day. Go Cards. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.